0: From Tally to Cali, it's time to wake up. Wake up wake up, wake up. wake up, wake up. WarChant.com is your ultimate seminal sports source. And this is Wake Up WarChant, presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. One ball. Corner pocket.
1: Now here's WarChant.com's ass on hunch of Andy. and Corey Clark.
0: What is up, everybody? It is Wake Up War Champ presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Coming up on today's show, Tour of Duty Observations and the Renegade Express. We finish it out. Lots of Grand of rights, Corey. lot of Grand of rights, conference, teeth gnashing. We're here for you, everybody. Lean on us. We'll lean on you. Wake Up War Champ presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Tallahassee, Florida, 2475 Appalachian Parkway. Daily lunch specials, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Only eight ninety nine. Fridays, Chicken Finger Basket. Get the dipping sauce on the side, or get it tossed and brought to your ta- table. Rather, with just absolute impeccable presentation, it's delicious. Everything is at the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Anything happening this weekend? Popping off live music? Anything you know about Corey?
1: Uh, I don't think so, but it's always popping off at right. the Corner Pocket, buddy. Right, Tonight will right. be be—you know—it'll be. Look, man. Here's UFC. The thing about- will the UFC be on Saturday? Is there a big? Is there a big fight? John Jones, on? remember the John Jones fight? Oh yeah, that's right. How could I forget? How hmm. could I? Po- is that like a pay-per-view event? Uh, God yeah. that hadn't fought in that ESPN one. ESPN Plus or something. One of the oh, I, mean, I think right. everything's on ESPN Plus. I can't. I can't say for certain that that will be. Okay. Okay. But I will say this: that uh, you know, Tallahassee's a great city. A lot of the bars in certain areas, a lot of restaurants in certain areas, they close. Or you know, they might close at uh, eleven on a Saturday <laughs> night or ten. Even you're lucky if they close at eleven uh yeah but in at corner pocket mm. it's going and it's going strong till they turn on the lights around 145 and even then they're not going to kick you out right away when the lights come on but i'm just saying the only other places in tallahassee that stay open that late that have a fun vibe where you can go have some fun late night hours mm. are college bars right I and mean, you don't want to be the old creep at a college mm. bar you'd rather be the old creep at corner pocket like Speak me Speak for yourself Corey. well i know i'm sorry i'm speaking for just myself on this sure, podcast yeah. Warchant.com, Ultimate Semble Sports Source. Thumbs you up. you want to go to POTS? You want to go to POTS this weekend? <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's, Let's do just it. do it and just see what happens. Uh,
0: Warchant.com, Ultimate Semble Sports Source. Subscribe, $29.99 for full premium access from whenever you decide to sign up, whether it's this very minute or maybe an hour from now if you're done listening to us. All the way up until September 1st, it will take you $29.99. Thumbs up if you're listening to us on YouTube. Five-star rating review. Subscribe to the one on the right side of your screen or your monitor or whatever. When you search for us on the Apple Podcasts app, Corey. So apparently, I mean, I don't want to go on your business here, but apparently, you got on the road real late Wednesday, early yeah. into Thursday. So I did. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for uh, powering through. Uh, you weren't able to make it though in time for the uh, tour of duty, but you'll be out there later today when we have the luncheon, Mike Norvell, Correct. all the assistant coaches. That's eleven thirty this morning. So hop on to War Chan around noon we'll have updates and such I mean, even before that on twitter probably even a thread I don't know. Are you are gonna have to transcribe this whole thing Corey, or you get to have fun i, I mean no i'll i'll probably
1: trans i'll transcribe norbell talking but no. i'm not going to do any the other uh because those other ones are like uh you stand alones anyway right? right we get right. them off to the side but yeah. yeah i'll probably transcribe what norbell has to say um yeah you know look i was i was planning on staying till thursday and leaving thursday night but then i got word I don't know, it was like 7 o'clock, 7.15, that Brady's game on Thursday had been canceled or moved, postponed, moved back till Monday. Um, so I'm like, well, what am I staying here for? You know, I, I and I, because we were already out anyway. Like, we were out playing trivia. Shanna was there. I was there. Brady was there. I'm like, dude, the only difference is instead of going to my house and going right to sleep, you're going to go to your mom's house and go right to sleep, and then I can get on the road. So I did get on the road around uh, 9.30, uh, got into Tallahassee around 2.30, and then what? Two and a half hours later, you were waking up. So mm-hmm. I went to bed around three, mm-hmm. and then you got up at what five?
0: Yep, exactly. Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, what'd you do? You whip up some eggs or something? Absolutely. You hit the road? I Had my breakfast. Didn't have my overnight oats though.
0: Save my overnight oats for when I got back.
1: Oh, okay. had my eggs.
0: Um, okay. I was ready to rock. I had my vitamin energy half shot.
1: Nice cruising, cruising, nice. cruisin', bro. That's why I feel good right now. Bro. All right, well, tell
0: us, uh, give us, uh, right, give us a it.
1: few minutes of observations. All right, let's man.
0: start on the roster. Number zero, Fabian. Lovett. it. Thoughts. Uh, I won't do that. It's um. Hopefully you guys saw the wrap up with uh, Jeff Cameron and Irish O'Fell. I mean, I want to parrot a lot of the things they're saying, Corey. But just to me, I think the biggest thing that stood out to me uh, is just the physical development of this roster on the absolute whole. This looks, and again, looking and executing different things. Understood, everybody. But man, this looks like a high-functioning, quality power five football program that's serious about competing on the football field. And, you know, Jeff mentioned there's going to be some hurt feelings uh, because of all the depth they've brought in on the offensive and defensive lines. I can't envision a situation barring injury that Casey Roddick and Jeremiah Byers are not starting on this offensive line. Those two dudes just physically are so mature and they move fantastic. It's not just big human beings slogging through it's a really intense, uh, relentless paced day, and and those two guys to me, just in terms of, and listen, you know, Keandre Jones, I thought looked well too, man. Keandre Jones was uh, was coaching up guys. That was really cool to see a new guy kind of encouraging everybody on. Uh, man, they brought in some real serious human beings on the offensive line, notably the offensive line. I think Daryl Jackson looked really well. Braden Fisk was out there stretching, but the, the way they broke it up, Corey was like. They kind of had the offense on one side of the field, on one side of the 50, and then the defense kind of on the other half. And they sort of swapped towards the end of it. You'll see the video if you haven't already. Most of it that's already up is is the offense performing. Uh, we'll have Saturday, we'll release some of the more of it, and that's mostly the, the defense guys. Didn't see Fisk going through some stuff. People were asking, where's Jordan Travis? He wasn't in the video, but he was out there. I, I saw him towards the end. Um, but to me, it's just the offensive line. Man, they've, and, and the offensive line was really good last year, right, Corey? So I I don't even know what happens when you get better on the offensive line uh, because this offense is really high functioning man whatever they were yeah. top 20 so uh, but again you can there's always little you know margins are, are where you make championships I guess you know those those razor thin margins those guys to me seem like uh, they're going to be real difference makers so that was uh, well, the offensive line
1: That's good to hear man that's the most other than quarterback it's the most probably important position it's I mean it's collective but it's the most important collective on a football team um and they were good last year um, and it would appear and look, Mike Norvell afterwards, um, that was the name he brought up. Uh, he said, Jeremiah Byers has been very yes, impressive, dude, um, very impressive. So and that's, that's really good to hear, man. And yeah, it's just a question of where on the line he's going to play, right? Like, I feel like, I feel like he, Maurice and Robert Scott are locked and loaded, right? Don't you feel maybe? Yeah. And you seem to think Roddick too.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude. So Roddick, you think yeah. all
1: those other dudes, and there are a ton, mm-hmm. are just fighting for one other spot. Like, maybe, you look, Roddick could be a center. He's played center in the past. He could maybe compete at center. The beauty, though, is there will be injuries. There will be... N- you remember last year when we That's thought not beauty, Smith... beauty the injuries, but the, the depth. No, but I mean the depth. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, yeah obviously, yes. The beauty the of football t- is that people <laughs> get hurt, right? Isn't that awesome, guys? Break. Don't we love that part of the game? Yeah. No, so you know last year when it looked like maurice smith might be done for the year at one oh. of those practices we were at man
0: jacksonville right i think it was in yeah in jacksonville yeah.
1: you would have thought there goes the season
0: mm-hmm.
1: now and again i'm not trying to jinx anything uh, but it did the season did not go down he I think he played against LSU right I think yeah um sure. and uh he might have even played in the opener but he definitely played against LSU and then played the rest of the way and, and wasn't all that hurt. you survived some pretty big injuries last year your right tackle missed every game but the first one um you know other guys got banged up throughout the year too and you still survived it now you're even better positioned for that where you had and you got Darius Washington man might not start a game. Or he might start all 12 going back and forth from position to position wherever he's needed. There's, but you have a guy like Darius Washington where you, where you think about Maurice Smith, Robert Scott, Byers, Roddick, Keandre Jones. I don't know, Armella, Bless Harris, D- Demetri Emanuel, uh, perhaps. Man, Darius Washington might be number nine. Darius Washington, who is a has been a pretty solid college football player and is a very valuable college football player, as Jeff said I, in the video, um, you might, he might have his feelings hurt that he's number eight or number nine in rotation. But all those guys might and probably will be needed throughout the course of a season. It's just really cool to see an offensive line like this, where that's a really good sign that the um, the, the especially Roddick and um, Byers, who are the two big offensive linemen transfers that you brought in, big as in like big names. Mm. That they they look the part and will probably certainly compete. Byers seems like a slam dunk. Yes, but man, that also makes everybody else better because you better compete or you're not going to get on the field. Yeah. That's just again, I just can't stress how important that is. So That's yeah,
0: good to hear, man. Yeah, Storms mentioned that too. That I- even in the weight room, the level and sort of the element of competition is looming large. Like guys are looking at other guys, what they've got on the bar, you know, in certain reps, and like, all right, we'll add some more weight to my bar. Let me let me stay on. Uh, on level playing with this yeah. guy, so this is all kind of feeding into things. Maurice did not play against Duquesne, by the way. If you're yelling oh, at okay. the screen, so all I'm right. just looking at it. I, I don't want to gloss over guys, so pardon me, Corey. I might go a little too long-winded. Feel free to keep me reined in here, though. Staying with the offensive line, just real quick. uh Yeah, man, Julian Armella. Julian Armella took the off-season seriously. Um, okay. Uh, so that's really cool. He's been out there helping out the Boys and Girls Club, doing all sorts of things in NIL. But he's he's been in the weight room uh, doing some really um, big thing so he's he looks physically developed and i wonder what's going to happen if, if you would have told me like a week ago or shoot i don't know 24 hours ago i still would have been like plus harris robert scott your tackles now i'm like i don't i don't know what they want to do jeremiah byers he played tackle primarily yeah. at utep and i know they, they talked to him about playing guard maybe that's where he feels he'll play at the next level and wants to do it here but again, man, just so many uh, just so many dynamic weapons. I don't know if you want to call them dynamic weapons on the offensive line, but those guys are just athletic, man. They got huge athletic dudes. Uh speaking of huge athletic guys, Kyle Morlock, yeah. He moved good, Corey. He moved All right, fluid. Good. Uh really I mean, was near the front of his sort of uh, platoon when he would go out there. Now he wasn't with like Jaheem Bell or anybody, but uh working really hard, moving really really fluid, so it wasn't any kind of uh you know, baby giraffe moment out there. He was he was working his uh, tail off, looked really good. Um, I thought I thought Byron Turner had a really good day out there. Byron Turner looked like he was flashing a little bit to me. Uh, that was nice to see. Okay. Uh, defensively, they talked about Omarion Cooper had has put on something like, I don't know, I think he said, I want to say 10, 15-pound Storm said. So, sounds like, I don't know how much of this cross-training thing with him playing defensive back, playing cornerback safety, how much of it really is cross-training, and maybe just pushing him to safety if he's going to put on that kind of way. Yeah. Um, I was kind of sifting here through the roster, man. I thought AJ Duffy performed well. I mean, he everybody was exhausted, but he was one of those guys that that seemed to really be kind of powering through doing really well. Brock Glenn I thought also uh was going through the drills at a really crisp crisp level. Somebody was asking like who's which coach is the hardest, the uh, greater, which which is the one that, you know, sends guys back the most. I didn't notice them doing any of that, Corey. Like there wasn't a lot of You're doing it wrong. Go back. Um, So take with that what you will, whether they're just executing really well or they're just, you know, just stay, you know, upright. Well, but if you if
1: I guess in a situation like that, with those kind of drills, if you make somebody go do it again, that gives the other person rest. Yeah, it's not supposed to have rest. It's supposed to be somebody else's turn. So it kind of messes up the whole drill. You want to you want them to correct it. But in those kind of settings. You're not. If you say no, go do it until you get it right. Well, then Jimmy and Joey get five minutes of rest, which isn't the purpose of the tour of duty, right? Yes. You're supposed to push yourself to exhaustion, so they, they they probably don't correct on the spot with stuff like that. I wouldn't think. Um, you know, I don't want to point out guys that were. I don't want to call it struggling because it.
0: It's intense, man. It's like By over the way, an hour.
1: No, you, you've you've over you. Nobody cares about this as All they care about is could you and I do it? Right, right. What, so you watched it with your eye, with a discerning eye. Define, you know what shape I'm in. Define you and I doing it though. Like, well, give me so give me one drill that you think we would have struggled with. Like a time? Are they all timed? Is it five no, minutes? No, no. It's okay. I, they've got the period clock running, but.
0: So they basically there's like a line of six guys side by side and there's and it's like I don't know four or five deep. Okay. And then you you six of you guys, you sprint up 5 yards, you chop your feet, like you're chopping your feet waiting for your next reaction, then you hit the ground. The other guy next to you jumps up and you kind of barrel roll under him. Okay. And then you get up and then like you switch and then you oh, chop your feet, sprint five more yards, and then you meet a coach, and the coach is looking at you, he's like, chop your feet, chop your feet, and then he points you in a direction, and then you sprint. And then you kinda yeah. you go back to that you go back to that same exact drill and you do it I don't know, man, four, five
1: more times. Now there's And you get what, like twenty seconds in between or yeah, thirty seconds in about, between? About maybe. Yeah. Uh, my heart rate would get up pretty high, I think. Also I would take somebody's knees out because I would get confused or not be able to jump <laughs> over them. Um, so it's probably better. We didn't do it with the players. I got faith. In um, you. Got faith maybe in. they do a dry run through with the managers before the tour of duty starts, just to make sure the coaches are getting all right. We could do it with them. Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I feel like, I feel like there's a good, ch- and that's just one drill for five minutes, right? Right. right. So right. you do that probably four or five times. The chopping the feet after a while would get really exhausting. Yes. And I feel like, um, a, the next drill is probably when I vomit. Right. Then right, there's Don't you think?
0: There's and then there's one where you basically you sprint like a straight line stop, and then you've got to run laterally, reach down, touch the like the twenty yard line, then sprint back to the to the thirty yard line, and then mm-hmm. you know it's yeah. There's it's not fun. It's not fun at all. Okay. Um, uh, I did want to point out there were some guys out there that were. You know, just listen. Not everybody's going to be a, a complete maximum efficiency. And some people are like, oh, I saw this guy struggling or that guy struggling, and it's like, all right, man, it's it's going to happen. Not everybody is, you know, has got the same kind of gas tank. I think they're in their Plus different the, positions. The
1: point, part of the point of it is to struggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it is a David, struggle. That thing is a real struggle.
0: Yeah, Coach Yaxi on that team. He's like, don't be afraid to be tired. He's yeah. like, don't be afraid to be tired. Oh, uh, that was really cool. And then just like Josh Farmer to me is a guy that. He was grimacing the whole time, but he is a monster.
1: Okay. Good. I'm on
0: the Joshua I'm 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 buying Joshua Farmer stock right now. Okay, good. Told good. my broker, load up on it. And Hakeem Williams is another guy that looks physically amazing. Would would unzip myself and take that guy's physique in uh in a heartbeat. Yikes. What? Uh, and I know, man. I mean shoot, I look in the mirror every day. I'm pretty
1: pretty content. No, but I, was, I didn't understand the uh, I would unzip myself.
0: Well it's I said this before in some of comment. comments. It's it's Rocky IV when he's walking up to the ring to play, fight Drago and Paulie's like if I could be anybody, if I could take my if I could unzip myself and be anybody, I want to be you. You're all heart, Rock. They'll go oh, bust this guy
1: in the jaw. That's okay. That makes I like that context better than.
0: Yeah, I mean like come on okay. guys, what do you think I'm doing? Like I'm a, the the well, I mean, Buffalo that a Bill over movie. here <laughs> making like a skin suit over here of these guys. <laughs> Heikeem Williams, I mean, look for yourself. I mean, Heikeem Williams, cardiovascular-wise, probably not where he wants to be, which it's fine. It was March
1: Again, 2nd, he's everybody. Supposed to be in, yeah, and he's supposed to be in high school.
0: Yeah. But my guy, Van Andreas Jacobs, wasn't. Van Andreas Jacobs was going strong and hard. But, yeah, Heikeem Williams, to me, he looks even more physically mature than I, I anticipated. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's going to be, you know, he's not the average bear. But, no, he's... Six two two ten looks a little bit on the conservative side of, of, his, of his build, I would nice. think,
1: man. He's... Well, that's, that's uh, encouraging. And yeah, when, when it comes to these workouts, because we usually got them like once a year, even with Jimbo and Willie. They let us watch one just like Norbell does. Um, it's hard to like look at someone and be like, well, he's not in great shape or he's not in great shape. That's a, that's a problem. Like, look, the biggest thing is that they're trying to finish the drill. Some guys just have not uh, adjusted their bodies to this. And as a a fitness guru now, like I am, trust me, the guy that started doing all this fitness stuff a year ago was pouring sweat when he first started. And then in July, it was a different story. And then now I would lap the dude from last March. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would just lap him. You get better and you get stronger as you get adjusted to this. And his life is different now. He, Hakeem Williams has been in college for two months. Um, He, he now knows what tour of duty is like. And he will continue to get in good shape. He, well, he has to, right? Can to you continue, continue yeah. to get in sh- good yeah. shape? And the biggest thing, I think, for all of it, and Norvell said it, was just getting through it, fighting through it, like showing, like, you know, I think Norvell phrased it, like getting to the brink of what you think you can do. Yes. The absolute limit, and then taking another step after that. Uh-huh. That's what they're trying to do with all these guys. And the young guys, most of them are probably going to struggle a little bit, but I can promise you that if he has any ounce of fight competitiveness, any of these guys really, th- th- conditioning will not be an issue when they kick off on Orlando oh, uh, no, no. against LSU. You know?
0: And struggling is such a subjective word. Oh uh, I, yeah, I, know, don't, I don't even mean to use no, it. Yeah, just I, I, but I, gas, I might have said that. Yeah, it's like they're grimacing. They're showing it to you. Everybody right. is. It's just like, can you? Do you have the poker face to kind of push right. through along? I everybody- used to
1: love uh, when Aaron Andrews used to be a sideline reporter for college football games. To a game, every game I watched that she was doing a sideline report. She would talk about, well, we go down to Aaron for a, uh, for an update. Uh, yeah, Ron, I'm, I'm down here on the Florida state sideline. And these offensive linemen look absolutely gassed. They are tired. They're breathing heavy. Uh, they're leaning back on the bench and it's like, yeah. It's football, and they're big dudes that are tired. That that I mean, and it's that's, ninety-two
0: degrees on the. Field go to right the now.
1: other sideline; they're doing the same thing. Go to the stadium a hundred miles away; they're doing the same thing. That's not news. Of course, they're tired and exhausted and breathing heavy. That's the sport. So yeah, that's that's what tour of duty is supposed to be about.
0: Uh, quick header, Shaheen Bell. Yes. Okay. Um, good. Byron Turner. What 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 stood out to me, Corey, was this is anecdotally. I'm not going to say the player or the coach, but. There was, a, there was a player that's younger than Byron Turner who okay. was not having a great day and was down on a knee, and Byron Turner and a couple of the players, like maybe two of the other players, were like encouraging him, like, hey, man, get up, man, we got you, we got you, man, get up, we got this, we got this. And then the coach, man, one of the coaches runs up and is just like, you're letting everybody down. You see what you're doing right now? All these guys sitting around waiting for you. You're letting everybody. And then, like, Byron Turner shot a look at the coach like, yo – chill out we've got this coach and it was so awesome because the coach respected that and went along and then ran like off to the next station and then that player like felt the urgency from his coach yelling at him and his the, the love of his teammates around him that he got up oh, yeah. and he finished everything out and that was a really cool thing to me i think that's why i brought up uh you know psychoanalytically or whatever i brought up byron turn that was awesome to me man because i was like all right he's all a, right. he has not thing around here in front of the snap back at a coach I'm like hey and he didn't say anything it was just he gave him a look it was just this look of like, hey, man, be a human being for a second. We've got this covered. It was amazing. I'm getting a little bit soft sometimes. I'm still a bit jerk most of the time. But then I see these guys. I'm like, man, hey, we we'll gonna have to yell at them. It's 5.37 a.m. Give them some slack. But we'll be back out there again to, to talk to the coaches, rather, season luncheon, pre-spring luncheon later today. So check all that out. Spring football starts what, Monday, Corey? First one Monday?
1: Monday, yep,
0: yeah. yep, yep. We'll be out, yep. out there full force. Some of you might be wondering, Aslan, weren't you out there filming uh, Tour of Duty for about an hour? Yeah, yeah. And then you put up, like, 20 minutes of video onto YouTube so I could watch it? Yeah. And then you film Jeff and Ira talking about it afterwards, and you you put that together so I could enjoy it? Like, yeah, yeah. And you were at the baseball game the night before, and you did a podcast? Yeah. How do you do it? Vitamin Energy, Corey. VitaminEnergy.com. Promo code WarchampBogo. That's B O G O. And if you buy an item, you will get an item, same price uh, or lesser value, for absolutely free, courtesy of our friends over at vitaminenergy.com. So uh, use that promo code. I need to pull the guy's name up here. He, um, Dizzy Diz, uh, posted on the Travel Council uh, the other day, and I'm trying to get to it, but he was basically asking somebody, like, hey, man, Vitamin Energy, what's the promo code for this thing? I want to order it and support Aslan and Corey. And then two dudes hopped in there, and said War Champ Bogo, I believe, including Josiah, our uh, intrepid producer when we do the live right. shows. So thanks to those guys, TC32766, and Josiah for letting Dizzy Diz know about uh, the promo code. Hopefully he, he or she has ordered it and will enjoy it surely uh, because it, it got me going through my day, man. And it got me well, to I bed the night what, before, it, too. The, it got the me, uh, well,
1: that helped, yeah. And it yeah. got me through my drive wow. through the middle of the night. I'm go. just telling you guys, It works. They know what they're doing over there. Vitaminenergy.com. Promo
0: code is Warchant, BOGO, B-O-G-O. Give it a shot. Corey, uh, you are the the fitness guru. Everybody's getting in shape. Apparently, Chris Knee uh, of competing uh, competing website has has shed some weight. He was asking Josh Storms. Storm says he's lost like he, he was up to two sixty. Our guy okay. says up to two sixty. Now he's down to like two thirty ish.
1: There you go. He's so, like, cut too. Looking so, good.
0: You know, you're the core Cole, but you're also like the uh, the harbinger. I mean, just mm. you're kind of the the pace setter out there. I think people I feel are like if people notice. see me, yeah, yeah I, yeah.
1: I feel like if people are like, well, if Corey can get in shape, what am I? Why am I not getting in shape? It can't be that hard. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not. You just gotta, you gotta decide to do it.
0: All right, let's uh, get back to the rest of the Renegade Express. Uh, let me navigate back here. I had it pulled up and then I lost it. So let me, Corey. I usually do a good job of like bundling all these together. They're all just grant of rights, ACC yeah. talk. Um,
1: all right. Well, that's the topic du jour. Topic de, I don't know what year is. In French, Anyo or
0: um, I don't know, nah, I don't know. Yeah, I know. That'd be, be know. Like That's Spanish.
1: That'd be like Latin. Um, yeah, it's the topic to month uh, because yeah, it's not, it's not going anywhere. It's gonna be on the, the forefront of people's minds for a good while now.
0: Uh, Thomas Ortner who I don't know, he's got, a, he's got a slash through his name right now, so maybe he's banned right now. He's kind of a loose cannon sometimes. But if you're listening no, to this, okay. Thomas, we'll read your question. You got it in the buzzer before you got banned, baby. Uh, <laughs> he tells me uh, to do the renovations myself at my house. If you want something done right, do it yourself. That sounds mm. easy, uh, but a lot of this stuff is not easy. Corey, I am trying your vodka meal idea. Only problem is I smoke a lot of pot, and I like something carbonated to get rid of that pesky cough after I take a big hit.
1: So with okay. that I like out that we're way. sharing. I like that we're <laughs> sharing a lot. I don't know that this is the type of show that shares stuff like that, but I'm. Hey man, if I'm sharing my vodka tips, yeah. I guess we can talk about weed. All right, well, with, good Thomas. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're trying. I'm glad you're trying to change your life.
0: Uh, with the Big Twelve paying more than the ACC, and with the Big 12's new TV contract ending before 2036, which I think that's when Florida State's the ACC grant of rights is up 2036, Corey. Yes, mm-hmm. yep, yep, yep. Why wouldn't FSU and Clemson just grab six other teams and leave for the Big 12 if and only if we can't find a way into the SEC or Big 10? I don't see a scenario where FSU is in the ACC post 2025 or even the ACC surviving more than a season or two.
1: Uh you you'd still owe the money. And you'd still, they would still technically legally have a right to your media rights until twenty third. The ACC would, unless right. the ACC dissolved. Um, there, you you can't just say, okay, we're leaving the conference and we're taking Clemson with us and we're going to Lubbock, or wherever the Kansas City, wherever the headquarters are for the Big Twelve. Um, I mean, you could, but you don't get the money for the media rights for the next twelve years. That's the holdup in the uh, in the whole the the, the hold the train that's left the station that's the whole that's the roadblock that's still dead ahead Horse that's They haven't the built barn. a tunnel yet Horse, oh no, I'm sorry That's a I'm better sorry. one no, yeah. um but, but I like that you know there's a mountain ahead they yes. haven't built the tunnel yet yes, to get yes. through it for the train um so that's that's the issue so I mean and also like you what six you teams are well, we gonna well, grab
0: and go to the big 12 I mean are we gonna be in the same position here we're gonna be playing oh with,
1: he was saying to grab six teams I yeah. thought he said to go grab Clemson and then go join the six teams in the big 12 well he says
0: why wouldn't FSU and Clemson just grab six other teams oh. and leave for the Big
1: Twelve? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's a. I, I guess it could be a possibility. That, I mean, they look, man. The end game is the SEC. Clearly, the SEC or the Big Ten, the Big Twelve is kind of a stopgap if uh, uh, a situation like that. I I don't think. Why would like Louis – What six teams? As Aslan's got a great point because you'd have to break up the ACC to do it. The ACC would no longer have to be a conference why would you know north carolina state or georgia tech or louisville go to the big 12 yeah it's for a few million mo- dollars more maybe in the short term but it's horrible for your fan base you're not going to be any closer to c- competing for a championship the money isn't that much more it's not you're still not anywhere close to what the sec and the big 10 would be so i just thought i think that's not a uh, uh, a step you'd want to take, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know, I maybe grab some of those Pac-12 teams, but again, just listen, man, let's just...
1: But you gotta, you got to make sure... The only way you can do it is if the ACC isn't the ACC anymore. Yeah. right. For that standpoint, um, to go to the Big 12, and I so you'd have to grab... If you grab six other ACC teams, I just don't know why those schools that don't care about football and really, quite honestly, don't care that much about football revenue, clearly, because they've never generated any, would then all of a sudden just crush... The entire conference to go join Florida State and Clemson for a few years. I, I just thought, yeah. I mean, it's. I, I would explore all op, op, options, though. I can tell you that much. I would explore every single option to put pressure on the SEC and the Big Ten to bid for you.
0: There are six question marks in this post. Okay. So, I should I, should I pause? Right. Should I pause or just read all of them?
1: Just you read them, read them. It's
0: random underscore, John. Good morning, guys. Hope you're feeling better than the ACC home office after the burn Mike Alford mm. put on them. All right, first one. Speaking of Alford and his big talk, what is the plan there? He said a bunch of things everyone already knew, so what is the next step? That's the second one. Clearly, he didn't fluff out his chest, tail feathers, and peacock for no reason. Now that he said that FSU's plan is to leave, he didn't say that, did he, Corey?
1: No, yeah. no. How does he, he just pl- said something has to change. Right.
0: How does he plan to make this happen? What is his ace in the hole to get FSU out of the grant of rights? Perhaps the coracle knows as he knows all. But if so, yeah. what is the reason the coracle has not told us already? Why keep it a secret? What reasons or reason stops Alford from saying what the plan was right then and there in that meeting? Mic drop, walk away, start collecting that sweet SEC check. If there is no out, then why all of this big talk? Please explain to me the out that gives Alford all of this confidence.
1: I don't know that it's confidence. I don't I, I when I watch him talk and just look at the words, I think it's exasperation. I think it's urgency. Yes. I think it's look at this. We had these winter meetings or whenever they were a month ago or three weeks ago. They did not get the answers they want. They are not anywhere closer to competing with Florida from a financial standpoint, and the gap is about to widen dramatically again. And the ACC is basically telling him, well, what are you going to do? That's how he feels. And so he's trying to put any kind of pressure he can to either uh, distribute the revenue differently, which I'm a fan of, if that's the only option, or let other people know. Yeah, I think about it like if... uh, say say there's a i don't even want to use that i will how about if aslon was in a relationship a public relationship i was going to use me and stephanie but i'm not doing i'm not going that route <laughs> yeah and you were having problems and there was a good chance you wanted out maybe you start making some different kind of posts in the social media world to mm-hmm. show other people hey is aslon available mm-hmm. is Aslon could i could i get in those dms and see what's what you can everybody I, I know they are wide open, aren't they, my man? (laughs) So I I feel like that was also part of it was like, hey, guys, we are not happy here. We want people to know we're not happy here. If you want to come suit us and we can try to figure out a way to to expedite this, we're all ears because we are not happy. I think it was a shot at the ACC to like, look, man, take care of the programs that matter in the one sport that matters. Make that your priority over everything else, including lacrosse. Make that your priority, and then also any of you other conferences looking at you, Indianapolis and you. Where are the SEC headquarters? Birmingham? Yeah, aren't they in Charlotte? No, Birmingham, Birmingham. But Paul Finebaum SEC broadcast from Charlotte. SEC yeah, network, the SEC network, network is in Charlotte. Is Charlotte. Yeah, okay. So looking at you, Birmingham. Looking at you, Indianapolis. If y'all like what you see here, just know that this relationships on thin ice. It's a little, a lot of friction here. So if you want to come call, and I might not say no. I. I think there was some of that, too. I think it was exasperation because this is untenable and he wants to be on record for his constituency and for others that might be in play for Florida State services for them to know how unhappy he is. I don't think there is some master plan right now that he is just waiting waiting in the cut, like waiting in the weeds to unveil. I think it was pure out of done of urgency and exasperation with a little bit of trying to, uh, you know, show the other conferences that matter that Florida state wouldn't mind being courted.
0: Well, it's, it, it feels kind of like beginning of endish, right? It's, it's you and all your yes. buddies like, Hey, you'd go first. No, no, you go first. No, 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 I'm not. You go first. It feels like Mike Alford's like, listen, the, the only way this is going to happen is if we start, you know, making public pleas. And to your point, Corey, about letting other conferences out there know that, you know, Florida state's open for business. That's what it felt like. Like, you know, obviously something has to change. When yeah. we're gonna start changing this is right now is through dialogue and then have lawyers come behind us and, Well, and, and it also seems like
1: out. they they clearly have tried to do it behind the scenes, and that wasn't moving any needles at all. Nobody was talking about it except right. for this show occasionally well, and so, other yeah, they, shows that they're are gentlemen.
0: They were being gentlemen about yeah. it. They were gentlemanly yeah. and, and very diplomatic. Now And dipl-
1: clearly he got to the point where he didn't want to do that anymore. And he wanted people to know how upset he was, and now people nationally are talking about it. Um so that that by itself achieved what it wanted to achieve um but you know i i don't he did not say he did not like rip the acc in 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 so many words as to say man screw this conference they don't care it was like a plea to them as well like please take care of us do something for us and he basically said nothing he said was um controversial right no They're 30 million behind the conferences they're competing with for national championships. They're 30 million behind per, what is that? That's $450 million a year in revenue that the ACC is going to be behind the SEC, which is their competitor. In football mainly, but in all the other sports too. Watch how it trickles down to baseball. It already is. Watch how it trickles down to softball. It already is. They can't compete. And he's just trying, he's almost like, like waving the flares on the Titanic, as it sh- as it sinks, that's not a great metaphor because they all died, didn't they? What well, about, maybe that, he what about hopped Hard, in with the kids. Die Hard Two,
0: when McLean's on the runway and he's got the flare and the the, the plane pulls up at the oh last yeah, minute. that's right. And they
1: yeah yeah he's letting people know hey yeah, there's yeah. a runway here. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I I I think that's what it was, man. I think it's waving the flares, trying to let people understand like from from the mountaintops. This is crazy. Our <laughs> conference wants us to try to win championships and we have no chance in the current landscape to really compete in the next 12 years while this stupid grant of rights does, and maybe shouting at ESPN too. Like, come on, man, Florida State and Clemson are big brands. So is Miami to a certain extent. Untie us, give us a chance to compete. That's only good, in the the grand scheme of things, that's good for college football, which means it's good for ESPN, but so we'll see. We'll see how it all shakes out. We got more of those. Let's. let's that was a long t- answer. No, Sorry, you're fine. Sorry, random good, Cover
0: lots. There's six questions in there, buddy. That was not that bad. Oh, no, that's all. true. Good point. You know, per capita, or whatever, per I question. thought you
1: meant when he said six question marks that it was one question with six question marks after it, like he was really. Oh no, wondering. no, bro. There was like six questions okay. practically.
0: Um. Yeah. Let's pause for some spring football uh, or football talk here. Tennis up, our guy Dave. Speaking of Birmingham, wake up. Haven't been this excited about an upcoming season in many years. Cannot wait for your reports during spring football. I don't think we read this, did we? What position group are you most eager to see uh, and think will be the strongest group? Which are you the most nervous about? Thanks, as always, for all you do. Offensive line, strongest group. I mean, can you believe it, everybody? Get in the time machine. Go tell 2019 Aslan that, everybody. Mm. And I don't know about nervous, but... I. I'm curious – listen, linebacker is what it is. I'm curious to see what they're going to do at safety. Yeah. Um, that's that's my answer.
1: Yeah, the safety to me is the concern, the biggest one. Um, linebacker, a lot for depth reasons, I, for both of those, uh, but maybe somebody plays their way into becoming a rotation player this spring and, and shows out, and you're like, okay, that's somebody you can depend on. It's crazy that I would think overall – I mean, I think the receivers are good. The running backs are probably um, – I mean, the running backs is a really good room, yeah. the tight ends. Mm-hmm. It's funny, both Storms and um, I think Atkins on um, when he talked to Jeff last week, both mentioned Jackson West yeah. in the tight end room as somebody that's had a really good offseason. It did, didn't mention Brian Courtney, yeah. either one of them, yeah. but both mentioned uh, Jarrell Powers and Jackson West mm-hmm. to go along with, obviously, uh still there and then the two newcomers. So that tight end room, crazily, might be a that there's a lot of bodies in there man and some of them are actually good now um you might be NFL dudes that's a that's a good that's a good thing but it's also it's great to think about your offensive line having all that depth and then your defensive line having some serious depth both I mean the line of scrimmage is where it's at man that's in a that's that's the that's that's where games were won and lost and um you're good on both sides those are going to be some I don't know how much good-on-good good they'll do, but they'll do some, and those will be really interesting battles. Um, the one-on-ones they do with the offensive lines, the three-on-two drills they do with the offensive and defensive lines, and then just the team stuff, the five-on-five stuff. Now, they're probably not going to be tackling kids to the ground, but that's going to be physical on that offensive line and that defensive line. That's going to be some real competition, and I'm really looking forward to that. Remember I, remember how much we talked about Jared Verse like last August? Like, man, he he doesn't stop talking. Yeah. Like, he must be just the most annoying person to try to block. Not only because of his talent, but he doesn't shut up. He just talks and talks and talks. And I know that's infuriating. It has to be to go against. that Again, that kind of stuff only helps the competition level, man. Not only are you having to block Jared Verse and Fisk and Fabian Lovett and Daryl Jackson um, and the kid from South Carolina, Edmund, but you have to, you're, you're, you know, you're kind of, you're competing. Like, there's trash talking. And it, it's only going to make both sides better. And those that defensive line should not dominate that offensive line at all. Mm-mm. It should be some real wars back and forth. That'll be good to see, man. That's really good for the team. Our guy Derek, XDQ004.
0: Wake up. Let's have a little fun. We're always having fun, Derek. Which set of triplets are you taking? Oh. So he's giving us four sets of triplets. Also says to support the guys, the sponsors, the collectives, and go Knowles.
1: There you go. Well said.
0: Ward Benson Benjamin, so Charlie Trey Benson Kelvin Benjamin.
1: Oh, okay, all right.
0: Chris Winkie Dalvin Cook. He just puts R Green. Well, so I
1: don't know what I don't know. Oh Rashad, oh, Rashad green. Green. green, come on, come on, it's Aslan. Really Did he put the E on the end of Green?
0: No, he did not.
1: That's where you were confused, buddy. No, I'm sorry. That's where you were confused. Okay. So Winky Cook, Rashad Green. Okay, that's a that's a that's a good one. Uh Jameis,
0: Cam Akers, Johnny Wilson. You just put Jay Wilson. Could be Jesus, could be Bobo.
1: Probably Bobo. That's probably who he meant, yeah. Okay. Obviously I I'm assuming he means Johnny there.
0: Jordan Travis Warwick Dunn Peter Warwick. That one. So basically, three Heisman guys and top shelf dudes, or a non Heisman quarterback and two of the best ever.
1: I don't know, man. It's either that one or the Winky. What was it? Who who was Rashad with Dalvin? and Dalvin? I mean, you've got the all. You've got like the number two receiver in program history, number two or number three from production standpoint. Winky, I think, holds a bunch of records. Dalvin Cook holds all the rushing records. I mean, that's Dalvin Cook's. Dalvin Cook, Rashad Green, and Winky is uh is we kinda almost saw it right? Mm. In fourteen, you had Rashad yeah. and Dalvin on the same team for half that season, uh, when they started finally decided to finally decided to start playing Dalvin. I still think I go with Jordan, Warwick Dunn and Peter Warwick. But that's also because it's Ooh, it's, it's right in my wheelhouse, yeah, my cin- yeah. sentimentality, being such a big fan of the Warwicks. Um, and just, you know, I think that's probably it's tugging at my heartstrings yeah. a little. Plus, I'm a big fan of Jordan Travis, so that's the one I'm going with.
0: I kind of want to go Charlie, Trey Benson, and Kelvin, uh, but I mean, Trey hasn't even had a thousand-yard season, and right. Kelvin had one amazing season. Yes. Um, so it's, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe yeah, Sneaky Winky, maybe Winky Dalvin and Rashad. I'll yeah. go with that one just okay. to right. just a zag, just a zag on you a little bit there, Corey. Uh, let's go to our guy, Eric, in Tallahassee. Knoll 43, wake up, gentlemen. Spring practice finally here. Where's the meet and greet going to be held for the Garden and Gold game, April 15th? Hotel Indigo or Corner Pocket day before the spring game? Stay tuned, Eric. Stay tuned.
1: Yeah, asking the questions everybody wants to know. Yeah. Uh, we don't know, man. We got uh, six weeks for that. We, I guess, I don't know if they'll, maybe there'll be a meet and greet. There'll probably be a meet and greet on that Saturday. Yeah. Um, we might do a live show the Friday night from Corner Pocket before the spring game. We'll see. We haven't, we haven't, uh. And we also, I think we got a golf tournament coming up, maybe.
0: Oh, all right. Let's go.
1: So uh, we got to figure out. We, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of uh, irons in the fire. Nice.
0: Man, our baseball team's on fire. Speaking of irons in the fire, man, our baseball team's on fire. Hope they can keep it going. Um, also, hopefully the Knolls can get out of the ACC. Uh, do you prefer the SEC or Big Ten? Go Knolls, Eric and Tallahassee. Hit the thumbs up button. Subscribe to warchant.com. The,
1: the SEC. Yes. For travel purposes, for the fan base purposes. Like, you'll take. You, you prefer the Big Ten to the ACC, but you prefer the SEC to both of them. Absolutely. I think that's where most Florida State fans reside and media members. Um, and, yeah, that was a uh, – How
0: about that Link Jarrett guy? Yeah, how about that team? I
1: mean, though? I'm going to need my shortstop to make that play, man. Come on now. You can't <laughs> lose the game. First and third on a pop up behind second that hits off his glove. He's got to make that play. I feel I felt awful for that kid. That was a, I mean, that's a long bus ride back to Tampa. Thinking about it, I always say that because Brady dropped the. But dad, it wasn't was nearly as important. <laughs> it was a, uh, it was a, fre- you know, it was the yep. freshman baseball game that nobody. You know, it was 40 people there as opposed to a, an actual Division One college baseball game. But I can't imagine how he, how that kid felt. Man, you could see it as soon as he dropped it. He, like put his hands up while the play was still going on. But yeah, they hey, put the ball put the bat on the ball. Good yeah. things happen.
0: Well, you know, the baseball gods even things out for Nander, right? Sunday not great and then stick with it and then Wednesday.
1: I don't know though. The baseball gods implies that he was unlucky on Sunday when he made that error. It was just <laughs> it's a bad error. Like the baseball don't count on the baseball gods, Nander. Just do the work, and you, the gods won't come into play. Uh, but it was good to see he had the he had the I think he had the go ahead RBI in the seventh or sixth or something, and then he again just put the bat on the ball, which they haven't done all that well the last two games in big moments, uh, quite frankly. And uh, but on on Wednesday at least they did field well. Um, I, you know, Crowell walked the bases loaded, which was weird, but then all, basically got out of it. Whitaker was really good until you pitched him the fifth inning. So still got to figure out that pin. Still a lot of questions left, but you know what? You'd rather be seven and one with a lot of questions than three and five.
0: The NFL season's come to an end. You're like, what am I going to do on my weekends? Do stuff around your house. Uh, and you can also win some money over at MyBookie.ag, whether you bet to earn or just to make the games more exciting. And we're we're all trying to win, but sometimes we can absorb the loss a little bit better if we're just doing it to be excited. Uh, MyBookie mm. gives you the most for your money with their redesigned deposit bonus. It's easy. It's just WarChant. Put that in when you sign up at MyBookie.ag to claim an instant cash bonus into your account. Everything's out there right now. NBA, UFC, Shoot, the Arnold Palmer invitational, Corey, your third favorite event, I think, on the calendar for the, the golf season. That's available to bet on.
1: NASCAR My favorite Ops. one in the spring for sure. Yeah. I can't think of another golf tournament in the spring that's a bigger deal than the Arnold Palmer.
0: The NHL, the Boston Bruins. Will they lose ever again? Uh and spring training. If you want to bet on spring training. Not judging you at all. That laugh was just, I don't even know what it was for. It was,
1: I mean, I'm kind of judging you a little bit, but if you know what you're doing, go ahead, man. Yeah. If you're making money betting on spring training games, do it. That's
0: right. And do it over at mybookie.ag and make sure you use the promo code WARCHANT. All right, let's get to one last one here before we kind of bundle up the rest of these GORs. Although, I love our guy here. He's, he's a reliable, relentless, uh, he's, he's been everywhere. He's been on the, the old network, the new network. He's always here with us, Island Chief. Okay. Wants um, to point out, well, well, well. Michael Alford finally said the word that all Florida State fans have longed to hear. Let the games begin. The part that's amazing to me is the one conference who benefits the most from our membership, the ACC, has said nothing on to spring football. He, he he's always posting, but we we uh, Marlin literally asked the same question last week, so I'll let Corey answer it and uh, put some more panache on it. Any chance we end up like North Carolina men's basketball? All the starters come back, preseason rankings through the roof, and then a turd. Have a great day, fellas.
1: Um, again, I that was a question from last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was.
0: Marlin, yeah, Miami. well, so I'll
1: just say what I said last week, that like this Florida State team hasn't accomplished what that North Carolina basketball team did beating K twice, including in the Final Four, including his last ever home game, getting to the National Championship game. Like, they had a reason to have a su- inflated sense of self. Uh, this Florida State football team does not. Um, so let's hold, and, and it's not like they did win their last six games. It was awesome to watch, awesome to be a part of. Their last two were real struggles. Um, so they did not, they weren't 45 to 10 wins. So they should not feel like they've arrived yet.
0: You know, just to counter this, and I, I mentioned it last week, too. I guess we'll just be Groundhog Day here. They were up 20 what points in the national championship game, and they blew it. So, again, not to I don't diminish. think they were up
1: that big. I think they were Yes, like, they were. But they were up. They were up like 14 or 15. Ah, it was the first half, though. It's basketball. All teams make runs. Come on, Aslan. Give them a break. Who even won the championship? Who'd they lose to? Kansas?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was it Kansas? Uh huh. Man, college um, basketball has falling on hard times. Uh, I can't let's... even remember who won. If you ask me, any year from like nineteen sixty, I don't know four to nineteen ninety something, I could name you every college basketball oh, wait. winner.
0: No, it wasn't North Carolina. They beat Baylor. They blew the lead to Baylor, but they came back and won. It was a national title game against Kansas. Uh, the Tar Heels couldn't hold on to a, you're right. Sorry. 15 point halftime lead.
1: I mean, come on, Aslan, come on, man. I know what I'm doing here, but I couldn't even remember for sure that Kansas won the national title yeah, last did. year. Yeah, they did. That's Kansas. how, uh, that's how little college basketball is resonating these days. Yeah. So
0: I don't know. You figure that might chap someone's rear end to not uh, think they arrived, but to your point, I just too many new guys, too many guys that came back for specific reasons to, to do, you know, to Leave their mark on this place like in a real, real major way, not just. A
1: but it is a different mindset, right? You're not you're not yeah. chasing people anymore. You're not you're not out there chasing respect. Yeah. People respect you when you're going to be top 10 in the country. Yeah. So now there is a different kind of uh, well, there's finally a target on you. You're a bit you're a, you're a school that like if you if you're number four in the country and you go lose on the road, they might rush the field again for beating Florida State. That hadn't happened in a good long while. So you are that program now, or that team for this year. So there is a different different mindset. There's a different uh, level of uh, expectations and perspective that they didn't have last year where they were trying to go earn respect. Well, they've earned respect. Now you've got to keep it.
0: All right. uh, These both have G-O-R in the post, so let's just bundle them. Uh, Our guys, Big Torsk and Raw Dog One. Oh, two G's. Raw Dog. Two Gs and Raw, raw Dog.
1: Raw Dog 1, I like that, too. Don't <sighs> confuse him with Raw Dog 2. Oh, gosh. All right, uh, Big Torsk.
0: I get it. Everyone thinks the grant of rights is an awful deal, but this isn't a treaty that was signed in 1880. It was signed in 2013 and then extended, in all caps, in 2016. I know there's been plenty of turnover in leadership at FSU since 2016, but why in the world did FSU, Clemson, and others who are doing all they can to get out of this deal sign something so binding for 20 years? It's to get the ACC network, mostly, right, Corey? Uh, But he finishes up with, Seems like FSU's been crying about the ACC since they joined it and about the grant of rights since they signed it. They haven't. The fans have. Gene's been ringing the bell on this forever. Uh, The alarm, rather. Help me understand how we got ourselves in this predicament with No Way Out, Love the Show, John, and Louisville. And then Raw Dog. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, let's not interrupt Raw Dog. Uh, morning, fellas. My question is about the grant of rights. I understand the grant of rights. It means our games have to be televised. If I understand the grant of rights, I'm sorry. It means our games have to be televised by ESPN? Question mark. If we move to the Big Ten, then we would be on Fox. Couldn't we have both Fox and ESPN televise our games at the same time and get paid from both or just let them fight it out in the parking lot and the winner gets our game that week? LOL. I don't well, know how that no, one I mean, works, but... No, the grant talk. of
1: rights is more conference affiliation, not network affiliation. Meaning, I mean, obviously it's ESPN and the ACC, but the grant of rights is with the, all teams in the ACC with ESPN. So that, that, is a, that is a binding agreement that the ACC gets all your media rights until 2036. If you, if you want to leave, you can pay a fee, but you also are forfeiting your media rights, which clearly are a lot of money. All the that's money goes to the written. ACC,
0: ACC money. ESPN pays ACC, ACC pays us.
1: Correct. Right. Yeah. 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 And I think it's like a 50-50 split. I don't remember how it all works. Who who knows? Yeah. Um, but to the other point about the uh, signing the extension. Yeah, man, in hindsight clearly not their best. Like in 2013 it made sense because you're trying to stabilize things. If you if you take yourself back to 2012, I mean the the earth was shifting under your feet daily. You didn't know who was going to land where, where it was going. The ACC was in real peril, it felt like. Um, and you had to you had to try to stabilize it. And I think the, kind Cause of 2000s. Was, yeah,
0: because that was SEC had gone after Missouri and A&M in 12 yes. and then added them. So
1: And uh, um, the Pac-12 had gotten, uh, who'd they get? Well, it was it Colorado back then? Utah. I think Utah. Utah and teams like that and yeah. Texas and Oklahoma were doing their their dance. Yeah. Um, so you were trying to stabilize things and you didn't want to go to the big 12. Um, clearly that was that was a lot of there was a lot of rumors about Florida State and Clemson maybe going to the big 12. Um, but that, that that nobody wanted that to happen because again, it's just not good for your fans to play in Lubbock. And I would, I would and also Maryland left for the Big Ten, which again it's funny when you think about that. like I I, I don't know any Maryland fans. I'm sure they're there, but like are they really excited playing Purdue? Yeah, maybe they are now. Maybe it's actually grown into rivalries. Van but Peltism. I don't think that was now, Scott Van Pelt. No, Peltism. I mean it's like he, he lost Duke in North Carolina. Yeah. Those Maryland fans grew up hating these schools and always watching these schools. And then all of a sudden they don't play them anymore. They're having to play Minnesota, and, and yeah, they get a lot more money. Great. What are they doing with it? Nothing. They're not going to compete for football, so the school gets more money. The administrators get more money. The fans don't get a benefit. Anyway, that's a that's a side that's a tangent. But I mean, yes, in hindsight. Don't sign the grant of rights in 2016. Don't sign it away for till 2036. You can even say, John, why, why 2036? What about 2026? That's 10 years.
0: Why did ESPN That'll, want
1: it though? Like, who who do you think came up with that number though? Like, was it may, but I, Yeah, I don't know. You know. Maybe it was ESPN to try to stabilize it to make sure that they didn't have to. You know, they wanted one. But the ES, entity that they knew, but I, ESPN I, they would, would never ask the SEC years.
0: to do that. You know, like they they would never ask. No, the but SEC maybe to do
1: the that. ACC by signing off for longer because they're not as marketable as the SEC yeah. or the Big Ten. So signing off for longer, maybe they got a better deal than they would have if it had been a shorter deal. Like, instead of making $42 million in 2021, these schools would have been making $30 million. I don't know. I, I, don't, know the, I don't know the background well, of it.
0: Also, too, you know, I don't know how much this factors into it, but not that it ever took over the national landscape in America, but hockey. Hockey was on ESPN in the 90s, and it kind of was starting to build some momentum. But then as soon as they had their lockout strike, they ended up going to NBC Sports Network. And then if yeah, you're not on ESPN, it. you don't matter. So I'm yeah, sure killer. a lot of the yeah. ACC is like, "Hey, man, ESPN's like, hey, we can give you all this, or good luck, go go elsewhere, go on CBS Sports Network and play after UTEP takes on, you know, Texas State."
1: Now I will so, say this: Fox is making a dent into that. Uh, yeah, I, I do believe that. I think Fox has made a pretty serious dent into that, and they and they care. They are trying to be an actual rival to ESPN, which is very good news for the likes of Florida State and Clemson that you have somebody that really does want to challenge SEC superiority and the ESPN superiority if you're looking long-term about where Florida State ends up. But in the meantime, or looking back at 2016, or whenever that grant of rights was extended for 20 years, uh, yeah, I mean, that was clearly an awful decision. It was done by the commissioner, and these schools, in hindsight, shouldn't have done it. I I will just say the landscape was different back then. Even back then, it was only seven years ago. It wasn't like this. It wasn't, and I don't know that, that Florida State had a natural landing spot then. Like we, we weren't, the playoffs weren't being expanded. It didn't seem inevitable maybe at that time that it would end up being two big conferences playing for the championship like it seems inevitable now. It did seem like you needed, you needed stability. You needed to be a power five conference. You needed to make sure you had a landing spot in a power five conference. And Florida State did that. They secured that. With with by all those schools did by signing it for twenty more years, but clearly now seven years into it, it was one of the worst deals ever signed, Um, and it's gonna it's 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 sad to say it's Swafford's legacy is uh, the the ruination of this conference from a competitive standpoint when it comes to the uh, the other two the two main Power Five conferences.
0: Also, the Big Ten's on both. Uh, so the Big Ten isn't exclusively on Fox. They also are on ABC and e- ESPN as well. So they're they're kind of in that unique position where uh, they've double dipped. But so is the SEC. The SEC has been on ESPN and CBS, but now ESPN has taken up all the inventory. Starting I don't know. I think maybe maybe this coming season or maybe 24. Um, so yeah, there's it's not I- exclusivity. There's these conferences are in bed with everybody. So it's not like one or the other. But it has that's why it would be
1: cool if ESPN um, would, would address that. Like maybe that's who Alford's talking to. I don't know. Hmm. When, it, when I say talking to, like the, the statement he made last week, last week exactly today about you know just where they are and how it's untenable and it can't it, something has to change. Yes, he wants the ACC to do something. Maybe he wants ESPN to do something. And for the betterment of the sport. Now why would ESPN do that when they've got Florida State locked into this horrible deal? You know, maybe they want Florida State and Clemson to be good for a long time. Maybe they want the ACC to matter. Maybe they want their one of the one of their big time conferences to matter. And so maybe they'll blow the thing up and start over. I, I don't know. Probably not though. That won't happen because as soon as they say, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll cut the grant of rights till 2026. We'll cut you down by 10 years." Well, Florida State will bounce, and the ACC does not want that. So the ACC is perfectly. Con- I think the ACC is perfectly content with 2036. I think they want to, they want to basically hold Florida state and Clemson hostage because they know as soon as they open the door a little bit, they're sprinting out of it.
0: We're not sprinting into the weekend. We're going to just jaunt leisurely Mm. into it. We're going to go hang out with coach Mike Norvell and all the assistant coaches over at the Moore center, Tallahassee, Florida, Doe Campbell stadium. So Mm -hmm. check out warchant.com. probably around maybe 1135. The tweets will be flying. Maybe the live a thread reaction Mm -hmm. Uh, will be on the tribal council. You got to be a subscriber to get to that. Corey distilling down all these salient important parts from Mike Norvell's statement that he'll make when we uh, get him for a Q and a up on the podium there. So check that out this morning. Again, 1135, probably the fireworks will start flying. And then throughout the weekend, we'll have plenty of video content, all these interviews with all these assistant coaches, Uh, the remaining video from the tour of duty, that we filmed. I mean, we had 38 minutes, and you yeah. saw 22 of it. So mm-hmm. do the math. There's plenty more for you to enjoy. And we'll do a show for you folks on Monday as we get ready for spring football. I think we'll be back to doing five of these a week with spring football, at least for a week or so until they break for spring break. And right. then Corey's exactly. going to be on big old boat.
1: Going to be on a cruise. Big boat. King of the world. King of the
0: world. He's Corey. I'm Aslan. Thank you for listening to Wake Up Champ. Presented by the Corner Pocket Barn Grill.